0: Hey, Daniel, appreciate the time, man. Thanks so much. Yeah, no problem, no problem. And your name is Mike, is that correct? Yeah, Mike Z is what I go by. Mike Z, cool. Yeah, we briefly met, uh, and I, I don't expect you to remember me, but we met at uh, Five Point Amp in Irvine when you guys were on the uh, Five Finger Death Punch Breaking Benjamin tour through a mutual friend, Evan DJ from Cage Nine.
1: Oh, cool, cool. Hell yeah. That was a hell of a tour.
0: Yeah, it was. I think, Evan, long one. I think Evan's put down the uh, guitar now and just... Living that RV life. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think there's oh. any Cage Nine music going on. But uh, anyways, <laughs> let's get into your music and your stuff. And Tired of Winning. And and uh, I love the lyrics of that song. And, and one of the things I've always loved about your band is is that you're not afraid to speak your mind. And, and you have music that's not bubblegum. It's music that gives you something to actually kind of sit and think and chew on.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we appreciate that. Yeah, we, we definitely are a band that values the lyrics uh, a lot. And, you know, we... We look up to bands. I'd say like Thrice is probably our shining example of, of just they sound their lyrics sound good in the song. You know, they, it it reads like poetry, and then when you really like look at it, it's kind of they're kind of life changing uh, topics sometimes. And uh, the way Dustin's able to phrase things is just so brilliant. But yeah, yeah, me, Mark, and Johnny, uh, us, us three tackle the lyrics together, and. Um, I know a lot of bands don't really split up the lyrical task because uh, it's ultimately coming from one mouthpiece, but we just feel like everything comes out better whenever we all three of us gripe about it together.
0: So. <laughs> and the, the tongue firmly planted in the cheek and tired of winning.
1: <laughs> firmly, firmly, yes. <laughs> That's a great way to put
0: it. That's what I've been saying on air about it. But, it, you know, in a cool video to go with it, too. And, and I had to ask, man, those videos, there's one part in the video when it gets to, like, the, the spoken word part, and there's some strategically placed VHS videos on top of that TV. Was that was that your idea? Who, who got coming into America sitting up there?
1: Oh, man, you know, I think uh, I think that was the producer or director Robbins' idea. Because, um, yeah, we all noticed those, too. And I was like, whose idea was that? Like, that's awesome.
0: <laughs> I figured each band member like had one placed up there strategically or something.
1: Yeah. Not, not on this one. This was an idea. Uh, you know, sometimes the treatments come from other people um, from the outside and sometimes they come from within. this was one that was kind of a blend between uh, like a vision Johnny had, you know, while well, he was on DMT where his third eye opened and uh, just, and then Robin, the director kind of, you know, blending his ideas with that to make it into a cohesive idea but um yeah yeah i think i think Tyler winnings is my favorite video that we've ever shot today by far
0: yeah love love that one love turn it up like uh, was it trippy seeing your head in, in the microwave spinning around
1: <laughs> yeah that was that was cool uh you know for the shot we just sat in an office chair and you know, he kinda gave us some direction and, and another like stage change just kind of spun the chair while the uh no, actually we spun the chair ourselves. But yeah, there was a lot of, of like, all right, nice and even, slower. Here we go. Yeah,
0: it was fun. <laughs> so let's get into this forthcoming album a little bit. I mean, the stories we tell ourselves came out way back in 2017, which feels like a million years ago. And I'm kind of curious with every band that I talk to that's putting out music now or, or has been over the past couple years. Take me back to like March of 2020. Where were you guys at with the album? Because it had been, like I said, stories that we tell ourselves was 2017. I feel like you guys were probably pretty close to putting out some new music and then the whole pandemic happened but tell me where you guys were at in march of 2020 with this new album and new music
1: yeah i mean march of 2020 i, I would say we had at that point uh like most of the music and just kind of like some loose lyric ideas going for the record what year we, we now? 2022 <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh let's see i just gotten engaged a month ago uh, after a month prior and to March in 2020. Um, We were doing this album split up, like we'd get together, me, Mark, and Ben spent a couple months initially uh, in the the jam room in San Antonio, you know, getting a body of music together. And then after that, you know, we had Johnny in, and then that's when we all kind of started jamming together. And I think at that point, we probably run, had a bunch of working demos, and I think we'd fully produced Spirits at that point, and that was kind of it. But um, yeah, I don't know. Once, once the pandemic didn't seem like it was letting up, we just kind of started taking our time. I think so. But uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of distance, a lot of file sharing. Um, we'd always heard fans having a lot of success with that, and you know, at the end of the day, we did a lot of that with this record. And I think I can honestly say that we're probably not going to do that as much. Or the follow-up it just it just takes too long like it's way more enjoyable when we're all in a room together and you know if it's writing lyrics or melody or whatever like hearing johnny's voice you know three feet away from me is a totally different thing than when we're singing and you know singing for zoom or just listening for demos on our own and writing lyrics it was definitely an experimental record for us that caused it to take a bit longer we're happy with it though for sure
0: and any uh, any guest spots or covers or anything that we could talk about on the new record
1: coming up? Right now, the 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 main uh, we're not even advertising this, but uh, at the beginning of "Turn It Up," like on the, the we say that that like tank Tankin from System of a Down, his voice is actually in there. He he gave us a little recording. No way. Uh, yeah, yeah, kind of crazy. That was all he gave us, though. But I mean, we'll we'll take it. He's a he's a busy guy. Um, but yeah, as of now that's the only feature on the record. We tried for some other ones, um, and just nothing seemed to work out in time. So
0: how did how did that come about with Serge? How did you nail him down for just a little bit that he gave you?
1: Yeah, our uh, one of our co-managers manages Surge, basically uh. as well. So he's, yeah, we kind of share a little bit of management with him.
0: And imagine during the pandemic and everything, it was just file more file sharing. You didn't get to sit in the studio with them. Yeah, we didn't get to fly
1: anywhere and hang out. That would, that would have been so, so cool. <laughs> Technology has really ruined the romance of this industry. Well, it's funny you how... You studios became bedrooms.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's funny how it, it, it's, it's that plus and minus. You know, like the, there's good things about it and bad things about it. Kind of like the internet, which is kind of like the whole point of uh, Turn It Up Like lyrically
1: yeah right yeah what, what happens when we can all hear each other talk and think you know yeah. uh, chaos so
0: i imagine with all the ex- yeah yeah with all the extra time too one of the the things i love about your guys' albums they're always chock full of tunes and little interludes and sound effects and little spoken word parts and i imagine more of the same on the new album coming
1: yeah, more of the same. Uh, that, that's one of my favorite things too about our albums. is just all the all the transition tracks. um Yeah. That you know jo- Johnny turned us all on to that philosopher Alan Watts that you hear um, throughout our records, and it's kind of funny. Like every record, we're like, are we gonna have Alan back? Yeah. You know, what are we, What are we gonna do? And um, and yeah, we're we've fallen in love with him. He's our guy. So. Uh, it's cool though. I've I've like listened to th- like musical pieces Johnny's put together with Alan Watts' voice on it. It's like wow. I think that just kind of changed my life, you know. <laughs> um, he yeah. He's just he's just such a such a profound man. Um, but yeah, it can it'll definitely be chock full of that for sure.
0: I figured with all the extra time, you have all the time in the world to play around with those little things. I figured it'd be chock full. And I imagine you're playing the uh, two new songs out on the, on, on the co-headline tour right now with asking Alexandria.
1: Yeah, we are. We are. And they're, they're feeling great. Um, the, this tour in general is probably one of the smoothest running, just energetic tour we've ever done. Uh, like all the, you know, we got asking Alexandria, we have a Yeah, I'm a huge Treyu fan. I was, I was so pumped when I saw that they joined on. And then, uh, new friends, Eva Under Fire, um, they're killing it every night. They're actually, uh, in our second bus. We've rented out, we took out two buses this tour, and they're in the back half of it. So, yeah, it's like having, so they're like roommates almost. <laughs> and it,
0: well, I imagine you need the, uh, extra room. We're bringing out the Scorpion Tail this year too, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Scorpion Tail's making its return. Um, I, uh, I'm at the tail end of a massive new massive project, not to replace the scorpion tail, but to go along with it. Um, I've been working on a, I don't know how else to describe it, except that it's a, it's like a a kinetic sculpture that's going to be on stage. And it's made out of, uh, six, six aluminum kick drums that, uh, I hand, hand fabricated, uh, and each drum can move about 30 degrees from the one next to it so it, it's able to like make all these different shapes and curl and um, it'll be adorned with lights and um, and it will be able to play itself it'll be six six kick drums each with its own three foot drum stick um, to just beat the shit out of itself every night but wow. it did not did not make it out on this tour um, which I'm very thankful for it being our first tour in two and a half years we had enough new stuff to everything felt new, you know, um, but our next headline forward, that'll, that'll definitely be the new big thing. So, and um, th- yeah.
0: We got you at the, uh, almost at the end of the run here, uh, June 15th at House of Blues Anaheim is going to be a big hometown show, homecoming show for, for Trey. You, like you said, you're a big fan of them. It's great to have them on that bill. And I imagine that show is going to be electric for them being in front of their hometown crowd. Yeah. I, yeah. I hope so.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm super pumped about that night.
0: And i wonder wondering too, because that's like the third to last date. Are, are we have we started working on any end of tour hijinks yet, or are we
1: past that now? <laughs> oh no, no, we're not past that. The, the, those are the most fun parts of the tour. You know, the last uh, the our last headline tour we did, I think I think our end of tour pranks um, hit an all time high. Uh, we. I can't think of everything we did for every band but i know at one point we finished the tour in san antonio our hometown um and of mice of men's on stage Mm -hmm. and in one of their heaviest songs we dressed up two of our guys in those big inflatable t-rex suits uh Uh, and they went out on stage and just started you know doing the breakdown like a like a meltdown dance you know (laughs) and then all of our band and crew flanked them on the sides and just lit them up with some Nerf machine guns. It, it was it, it was the most metal moment I think I've ever lived. It was amazing. Uh, but yeah, we'll have to we'll have to get thinking. It's we'll have to start thinking. So if anybody out there has any ideas, you know, feel free to to hit us up on the interwebs and let us know.
0: I love it, man. i Love it. And Daniel, I appreciate it all the time. Last thing I got to bug you with, I need your help with because. Uh... We're one of those old school radio stations. We bow down every night at 10 p.m. to Metallica. We call it mandatory Metallica, which you're going to be a part of. So, kind of curious. <laughs> right. What was your introduction to Metallica? Do you remember discovering who played it for you the first time? It was the first song? Do you remember where you were? What you were wearing? That kind of deal?
1: Ah, uh, man, I don't. I think I was in probably the seventh grade and just right when i kind of started getting into music and i think it was the unforgiving two that blew me away That kind of they got me into metallica about um, be, unfortunately yeah yeah I, yeah those are my favorites you know metallica doesn't have a lot of bass in their mix so i, I that that kept me from getting all the way into them uh, at that point but uh yeah yeah those are, those are my jams for sure
0: so the Ballad Fan and, and Unforgiven 2 bringing you in, wow, interesting to learn. Did, have you learned any songs on, <laughs> yeah. on uh, any Metallica tunes on bass?
1: No, I never actually did. Huh. How about- yeah, the, really the only the only songs I learned on bass, and I don't know why this is, but uh, it was really only like Led Zeppelin and uh, The Beatles. And that that was kind of it. And then I just started playing with other artists and, you know, doing my own thing. Took
0: it from there. Well, last thing, can you pick a yeah. tune for us to play on Mandatory Metallic, or do you want to hear The Unforgiven, too?
1: Yeah, I would say The Unforgiven, too.
0: Beautiful, man. Thank you so much for the time, and I uh, can't wait for the show and, and the album as well. Safe travels out there.
1: Dude, I appreciate it. Thanks, Mike.
0: Dude, you absolutely rock. Thank you so much for checking out the entire interview. Now just hit subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast, Radioactive Mike Z. My interviews in their entirety, available on all the major platforms, Tune in Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, whatever you're listening to right now. Just hit the subscribe button. Make sure to give me a follow on the socials as well. I'll follow you back at MikeZ967. And bro, don't miss the radio show. Now 10 p.m